But John Larry joining me here. John Hawkeye. Call that was Bob. Matt Carson's. A human among <laughs> us. He is uh, not fully assimilated. <laughs> he must be I've not been assimilated. Okay. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, The Men in Black 3 is out this week. Little known fact. Because everyone's still just seeing The Avengers, I think. Right? Anyway. Uh, we were struggling for a really long time. Longer than most times. To come up with something Men in Blacky to do this week on, uh, on our little podcast. And what we came up with was technology of the future. Just the uh, hypothetical inventions that we've got to look forward to. Maybe maybe in our lifetimes, but probably not. Stop communicating with me to, to me with facial expressions, Colin. It's not helpful on a radio show. I would have just gone, eh, Colin, that's not very exciting. Well, then stop making faces. All right. Go. Stoic. An expression yeah. possible. Do your Android. That's right. But I think we're going to order this list and how excited we would be to see this stuff in our lifetime. Some of it's pretty ridiculous. So, I mean, if there's something totally ridiculous that sounds totally awesome, I, it's going to be high up. I hope. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, let's uh, just hop right in with automatic meals. Automatic meals. Now, what I mean by automatic meals is on the Jetsons, George Jetson had this big machine, and you just press a button and, like, boom, cheesesteak. Boom, spaghetti. I want a machine in my house, and I press a button, and it makes me a sandwich. Now, that's absolutely ridiculous. So how do you think you can make that plausible? I mean, do you think you could like buy ingredients like, oh, I bought the sandwich pack? Well, is that really so different from I bought a frozen panini and heated it up in the microwave? <laughs> Except you got to do it. And plus, supposed to be like way better quality. But like a lot of these, it you know, it's going to be abused by like lazy people. You know, there's going to be people that are just going to keep using it and getting more and more sandwiches. Like Paul. <laughs> I bet, like, people on, like, rascal scooters, and they're going to abuse their power, and the machine's going to have to tell them no. I think you've had enough. Well, if you want to get a little... So the machine can tell you no? <laughs> I think they should be able to put a restriction on it. You've had enough. So it's like yeah. a child lock. Well, you know, I, like, I feel like telling you no will, like, if you can't afford... <laughs> you, you are going to have to buy the food to put into the machine. It's not just going to be, like, unlimited supply of food for free. Well, it could be. If you want to get a little Star Trek here, in Star Trek they have this device called the Replicator uh, where they're just on board. They just have mass 
I, I don't I don't know if it's like uh, all, all the sewage on the ship or, or, or what, but they just have a bunch of mass and they have the replicator convert the mass into whatever you want it to be, be it new parts for the ship or a delicious meal. Yeah, but that's on a spaceship. I mean, how much mass can you put in some guy's apartment? I mean, aside from the guy being full of mass because he's fat. What if they just teleport the meals? Colin, you can't combine multiple things on this list. What I'm proposing is your poop just goes into some sort of compo- you know, repository in your house, and then it turns that into delicious meals. I guess I, guess I could be like, uh, it could make sense. Like, you have some big tank in the back of your house, and that's it just full of mass. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mass tank. That's where my the burritos come from. And go Do you think to- people could get over the fact that they're eating their mass? Well, some people are going to be totally against that. It's going to be like the pink slime thing. You remember that? Yeah. No. You don't remember the pink slime thing? That was just oh, a few yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, Delicious you know, slime. I'm sure most of America will adjust. There's already all sorts of crazy stuff we put in our food. I mean, is, anyone, is people going to really mind mass, whatever it is? I think we just people. I think we've just Could invented a, a new slang term for poop. <laughs> you heard it here first. Gotta deposit some mass. <laughs> man, that was mass, mass. Ugh. That won't work. Uh so yeah, thing to look forward to in the future. Shit eating. Yeah. Now that I think about this, this one's like way too hard for me to wrap my mind around. Like it doesn't really make that much sense. It involves Star Trek technology. You had a problem with Star Trek technology? I don't know. I mean, it just it seems so fantastical. We can probably move on. <laughs> uh, the next one is a confusing one. Computers and everything. So, I don't know if you guys have seen um, these uh, videos about, like, future technology. Uh, but a lot of the time they do are like, look, you go to the window and, like, it's actually a computer and it tells you what the weather's like outside and all this stuff. And you, you, sit t- you can't fucking look out a window to see what the weather is. You gotta look at a computer in a window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll give you the stats. It'll get like you can see outside. It'll show you. Just open it. Because well, you you're, you're the actually. Temperature. You can feel the temperature. You can go oh, sixty-two degrees. You can tell if you need a coat or not. <laughs> you know the exact temperature. So you've never uh, looked at a forecast or. Uh, yeah, I have, but just having it in a window is. <laughs> Go on, Sean. Well, there's more like, you know, you sit down at the, you know, dinner table and, or the breakfast table maybe, and it it just like loads the news on the table and you can just scroll on the table instead of, you know, dropping your phone or actually getting a newspaper. That's so difficult. Or you like go up to the door and you just like say door lock. It locks itself. Putting your hand out is so hard. I feel like Colin's just gonna like be all against everything. True, because it makes us a lazier, disconnected society. But it's so much cooler. But it's so pathetic. So, so locking doors with your hands gives value to our society. No, but you it's know, just so useless. Turning to not turning the key in the lock is uh, most of the exercise a lot of Americans get every day. <laughs> When you say computers and everything, you mean like computer chips in your mind too? Like so, like you your can just go watch a video in your mind. <laughs> like, see you later, guys. I'm gonna go watch Becker, <laughs> or I'm jacking it. You know, like you just 
You just locked into a video. <laughs> I'm Jack. It's too bad we didn't invent something to do that for you. You yeah, still, exactly. still manual. <laughs> Computer Jack. <laughs> How can we have sex technology on this list? Well, Sean's already got his flashlight review in the works for the blog. That's all you need. We're living in the future. For the record, I do not own a flashlight. I have no interest in owning a flashlight. Do not send me a flashlight. Flashlights are disgusting. We need to get a P.O. box for the blog. Just in case. Well, that's not futuristic. Mail is obsolete. Right, John? Um, pretty much. We're getting there. I'd say almost email is obsolete. Well, I gotta tell you, computers and everything isn't really something I want to see. I feel like that'll be the downfall of society. Yeah. For people to get that dependent and that lazy. What about this? You lay in bed and your bed just knows when it's time to wake you up. You don't have an alarm clock anymore. What does that mean? Like spikes go into your back? No, no. The bed just like gently lifts you up. (laughs) Says it's time to go. Daytime. That's all right, I guess. Alarms aren't that much of a hassle. Yeah, but they wake everybody up if you live in a multi-person situation. Yeah. But so this bed will only move you up? Yeah. Not your... Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a conveyor belt. It just rolls you out of the bed. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's probably not ideal. <laughs> Although that would wake you up. Is this on the list? Uh, no. <laughs> bed, bed technology. <laughs> no, this is, we're still talking about, bed? Okay, we're talking about computers, computers and everything. I mean, what if you picked up an apple and the apple had a little display on it that said, this is worth this many calories. And then you ate the so apple. So you have to eat the display? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's really expensive. Well, that's, that's why it's the future. So they make it affordable. Can't they just put, like, a sticker on it? They, that's, that's edible. That hurts the environment. <laughs> and you're, you're sure that this display will be eco-friendly? Oh, yeah. Okay. And edible, apparently. Little why can't, why can't the sticker be edible? <laughs> that's what I... Because it hurts the environment. How? Because I got to yeah, What if it, it doesn't? It <laughs> just turns into mass. And then Which you guys are saying doesn't make any sense to me. You just put mass. an edible display in an apple. I don't see why that's such a big deal. All right, moving on. Deadly I lasers. don't know which ones we're putting on, by the way. Are we putting well, on? I don't think we're putting on that one either. <laughs> I don't like it. You guys it. are so creeped out by it. Yeah, it scares me. Next is credits instead of cash. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's already kind of almost happened. Do you just mean like... Credit cards and no paper money, or a new kind yeah. of money. Yeah, it's like, it's like I got this idea. It's like time. You have like so much time, <laughs> and then you have to like spend your time, you know. And then you die when you run like out that, of time. Like that, like the Justin Timberlake movie. Yeah. Oh no, 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 it's not like that. <laughs> How's that? We'll explain credits instead of cash for me, Sean. I, th- I think you got the gist of it. It's That's it? We're done with cash money, and now uh, there's no individual currencies. Uh, everyone just has this you know, value associated with their account or whatever somewhere. 
Well, that seems very reasonable. It's really yeah. not that far-fetched compared to some of these other ones. Yeah, see, I'm okay with this one. I mean, I think of my life here on, <laughs> on campus, on the Ellensburg campus, and I use a card essentially for everything, for my meals and for getting into my building. That's your, that's your value. I mean, <laughs> it's really not all that different. Yeah, but it's everywhere. We can finally go to cash-only places and be like, no, you have to take this. There is no cash anymore. Do you anymore. give them a card or you just, like, scan your barcode or whatever? See, that's the thing. That's there. Therein lies the rub because it can't just be a card because people can just steal that and then they have your everything. Yeah. So it's got to be Not me. if there's a computer in it. Well, maybe it's in you. But wouldn't it just be the same as it is now? You just call your bank and cancel your card? Does that be like canceling your life? <laughs> the bank would come and kill you. <laughs> that sounds like a sweet sci-fi. When did the money become your worth as a human? I don't know. <laughs> there was no. A lot goes away when you don't have cash anymore. You know, you can't have a secret hoard of money under your mattress anymore. It's a. Uh, this is very different, very scary reality. Okay, well, I, mean, I guess we could put this one on the list just because it makes sense. Like, I don't mind it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll okay with it. But then we won't be able to make these sweet drawings on, on money. <laughs> never what do you mean? Like, like, draw, like, draw, draw. a mustache on George Washington. Like a mustache on George Washington. Yeah, kiss, kiss makeup. That's great. Terminator, <laughs> Darth Maul. They could be on the cards or something. I don't know. Boom, headshot, Frankenstein. There's no I, cards. I thought this would be a lot more controversial because there's so many people that come out of the woodwork just because we're like, let's not have pennies anymore. I'm saying get rid of all the cash. How, so how do, how do you go about Tell me the process that, that, like, when they pass this law or whatever, how do we eradicate it? What's the logistics? Well, I, I think they probably uh, make some sort of deal with all the banks, and uh, all your bank accounts become linked, and they just adjust their your money into your yeah. But what about all credit the cash? value? And then uh, you would probably have to deposit that somehow, and or just say you can't use it anywhere anymore. <laughs> yeah, that money you have isn't worth anything now. Suck on that. How are people going to buy drugs? That's Does every drug dealer have like a little machine that you swipe your card into? Yeah, I think, I think uh, depending on if it's a card or if it's you know something implanted in your body, they probably have to build some sort of thing that people can just have, whether it's not strong internet connections, or they could, you know, just come up with some way for that not to happen, you know, to totally cut out that drug problem and everything, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. so. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's not just drug dealers. There's lots of backroom deals. Yeah, that, like mafia shit. Yeah. <laughs> With their big briefcases of money. They'll figure something out. Yeah. They'll just, I don't know, use napkins or something. Write numbers on it. Uh, okay, so we're keeping this one? Uh, apparently. All right. Moving on is deadly lasers. Why would you want deadly lasers? Infinite ammo, John. <laughs> so this is just replacing bullets, pretty much. It's so wait, it's got unlimited ammo. How is it powered? Are they like solar powered? Uh, yeah, some probably. Generator or something. Probably something like that. Or crystals. <laughs> Does it overheat? 
I, I think it's got to overheat eventually. And it gets really hot in your hand. Do you drop it? No, it depends on how manly you are. <laughs> Is being shot by a laser gun worse than being shot by a regular gun? Well, he was, that's that's the rub, because you Does it saying that a lot yeah. now. So, uh, there's no consistent portrayal of lasers throughout all media. I mean, in, in Star Wars, if you get hit with a laser at all, it seems like you're, you're dead unless you're a main character. And then you're just, like, slightly burnt. Uh, so I'm going to say if you're hit by a laser, it's, it's just so damaging, you're dead. No matter th- where you're hit. Does it go through you? I don't think so. Are there, like, special types that go through you? Endless laser. Endless lasers. <laughs> you shoot someone, Endless it goes lasers. through the planet. Until it gets to the planet core. I don't think now, I, I want don't, one of those. I don't, pretend to be, I don't pretend to be some kind of laser expert, but aren't lasers, like, invisible? Like, you don't actually see anything? Uh, not, so, not deadly lasers. Wouldn't it just be like <laughs> deadly? So deadly lasers, they make it so you definitely see something. It's more of a plasma base. <laughs> Slightly. Plasma like like blood. No. They run on blood. Well, maybe. Okay, so deadly mass. lasers, you can definitely see them. They're like they're basically Star Wars blasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it runs on mass. I like that. <laughs> Everything in the future runs on mass. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's a 100% mass society. Mass production. Mass production of mass. Oh, you can't really Mass becomes mass. Like, like oil in the future. Okay, Sean, why would you personally watch deadly lasers? <laughs> Infinite ammo. But what if, the, what if the enemies, you know, get deadly lasers? <laughs> then they have infinite ammo. <laughs> It's true, but then uh, then we're at a stalemate, aren't we? And the war's over because everyone has infinite ammo. <laughs> yeah, but not everyone. So you say deadly lasers dead. will lead to world peace? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure infinite ammo leads to infinite death. Well, that's a bleak outlook. I you know I've seen Terminator. They got laser guns. <laughs> not doing so well. Well, you got to make sure the robots don't have deadly lasers. <laughs> We'll get into that. Now, does deadly lasers, does that mean other kinds of weapons aside from guns? Oh, uh, you talking like, like light a, sword, like lightsaber swords lightsaber, and stuff? Laser sword. That just seems really impractical unless you have magic <laughs> abilities. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because as we described, our laser guns can go forever. So why would you ever need... Well, how would you ever get close enough to someone you wanted to kill? The, a laser sword would make sense. <laughs> Maybe it has like a laser like baton attachment or something. <laughs> you know how old guns have like this knife on it so you jab them? You mean a, yeah. a bayonet? A laser bayonet for your laser yeah, gun? A laser, a laser bayonet on my laser rifle. Sounds awesome. I don't claim to be some sort of military tactician, but I'm pretty sure the uh, bayonet was because you ca- you couldn't reload fast enough to kill somebody. You got infinite ammo. Yeah, infinite ammo. What if it jams, Sean? What if it jams? Jams what? Mass. If it jams, I'm sure your laser gun would explode, creating a black hole and ending the universe. <laughs> wait, wait. So you're telling me these laser guns could create black holes? <laughs> not that sound like a good idea. I'm just saying that's one of many potential outcomes. Well, 
I'm sorry. I can't vote on something with deadly in it. Seems real dangerous. <laughs> what if it was just lasers? And I can't imagine the society we're in 30 years from now will use these responsibly. Ye of little faith. It's basically just saying we should have guns with infinite ammo. That can destroy us all. Yeah, but except you'd shoot down a jet with like one shot if you want. <laughs> so no more airplanes, pretty much. Because <laughs> kids just be like, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's something you don't have to worry about. You know, people, like when they start races and stuff, they shoot up in the air. And every once in a while you hear about that bullet like falling down and hitting someone. Well, that would go away. Because lasers go on infinitely. We're saved. Hallelujah. You think you think people would uh, like just shoot the moon? <laughs> Eventually, the moon would just deteriorate because so many people are shooting. Yeah, it. Stupid moon. How far can these things shoot? Infinite. And I how many people have? Act, I mean, I feel like what we're saying is like everyone has one. <laughs> Incredibly affordable. Wait, wait. So they have infinite ammo and they have infinite rich. Yeah. They go through people and just keep going. If you shoot someone, you gotta be prepared to also hit someone on the other side of the planet. Visiting aliens will come, but there's all these lasers going (laughs) everywhere. It'd just be like the G.I. Joe cartoon show. Remember that? They had laser guns because real guns were too violent. But you always saw a bunch of lasers flying through the air because they all had shitty aim and no one could die. Except for at the very end of G.I. Joe. Yeah, I don't think we have much more to say about deadly lasers, but I don't really, I don't support deadly lasers. <laughs> yeah. All right, you sissies. How do you feel about force fields? Explain force fields to me, Sean. All right, so it's to defend yourself against <laughs> deadly lasers. <laughs> uh, are you guys familiar with uh, the Invisible Woman, Invisible Girl? Yeah, from Fantastic Four. You know, she could make, like, little bubbles around herself that things couldn't get through. Not really. Force fields are what those are called. Uh, You basically just make a a shell around yourself that's totally impenetrable, and it pushes things away. Is this going to be for the military? Personal use as well, I think. It's probably fine. Personal use as well? If if you're just like, leave me alone. You're a little kid that gets picked on a lot at school. (laughs) What happens if you touch the force field? Uh, I think it just knocks you back. Maybe a little burn. Why? You want something a little more severe? Do you want disintegration? I feel like that's pretty severe. Like maybe it just. You just can't get in. Well, you can't get in. Cause well, I guess less people would be hit by cars if we had personal force fields. With the car just go. <laughs> no, it just kind of bounce away. <laughs> Boink. Yeah, it'd be sweet. I guess. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of uh, much you can do with it. Well, you could, like, put your force field on and then jump in the ocean and go all the way down to the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) So you could, like, just float out of the ocean in your force field? I know how you get back up. (laughs) Maybe rocket boots. 
Swim? What the? Fuck? I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with force fields. It's just whenever we say some sort of future tech, I always assume that like literally everyone is going to have one. But I guess there's no reason literally everyone has to have a force field. It could just be like a really expensive thing. You're like, I'm gonna go get my force field device. Been saving up for years. So I mean, I guess it's not a big deal. I have nothing against force fields. Personally. What about deadly force fields? <laughs> deadly force fields. Like you touch it and you disintegrate. Yeah, I got a real I got a big problem with that. <laughs> What's wrong with what that? If there's some guy who has one, you can't I mean, can you see them? Are they clear? Like are they I like, think it's uh in between, it's like a you, you can see a distortion in the air. Okay, because I I'd hate to just walk up to somebody and like, oh I just burned my hand off because he's got a personal force field. Uh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so as long as you keep them safe, which I would assume you'd want to, then, yeah, I'm fine with force fields. I don't know what else there's to say. Force fields would make hockey really difficult to play because then the goalie could just put his force field up. I'm sure they'd be, like, illegal in sports. I guess. Yeah. Okay, I think we, we, we've... We've said all we can say about force fields. Let's talk about hover cars. This is Let's, another one that I think... Of, I don't want force fields. You don't want force fields? But whatever. We'll come back to it. Okay? Okay. Let me tell you about hover cars, like on the Jetsons. Now, on the Jetsons, I'm pretty sure they had to live high up because the whole world was destroyed by global warming. I can only assume that there's, like, some sort of frozen wasteland below on the Jetsons. What's cool about hover cars is they'd be like, not everyone would have one, but some people would. And so it'd like eliminate traffic. You have people flying around in the sky. But then you have the problems of like people get these like high speed air collisions. I mean, unless they have a really good way to like organize, like, I mean, they can't have lanes in the sky, but. They do in Star Wars. You can figure out a way. I'm sure you could figure out a way. I mean, like if they have like floating like lights that guide you. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they have force fields so you don't hit them. Now let me ask you a question. I kid, I kid. If you have a hover card, why do you need to fly it at all? I mean, if we're that far along, why can't it just fly itself? Probably I, would. I don't know. I didn't say you need to fly it. I just said hover car in general is cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But it'd probably be. But what if that gets like this? What if you're in your hover car and the, the, it craps out and then you have to personally fly it and you don't know how? That's going to happen a couple times. It's got to like, you got to be. How crappy is my hover car that just shits out on me and while I'm flying through the air? Everything breaks down eventually. It's a Pinto hover car. Pinto hover car. They'll bring back the Pinto just for hover cars. I would love the Pinto because of how easily it exploded. Uh, I. The Gremlin. No, Pinto. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty concerned about, because I've seen how people drive just cars on the street. So if you're telling me we're driving cars that can go in all three directions, uh, I'm I'm pretty worried. That's a very dangerous future. That's way more dangerous than when having deadly lasers. No, but they have organized, like you guys are saying, like in Star Wars, like in... Attack of the clothes, you know, they're jumping from the buildings and onto the spaceships. They had it all in order. That made to- that made total sense. And then you could have people in the sky and on the ground. Eliminates traffic. So now it's like some weird elitist thing, like, oh look at these one percenters flying through the sky. 
here I am. Hey, it's like it's in traffic. Most of this this future tech sounds pretty expensive. Well, I feel like you got to go to the ground eventually if you want to park or go in a building or you know. I like you know it all does sound expensive, but only in John's hover car future is it actually like no 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 like poor people can't have this. <laughs> only rich people can fly through the sky. Well, eventually it'll get cheaper. He's just saying. Up. He's just saying. As far as a transition, we don't have to er- eliminate regular cars right away, right? Well, that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you have to eliminate them at all. Well, let's take this thing to its logical conclusion, though. When everyone's flying through the sky, uh, the traffic is still going to be better because you can have a bunch of people flying in the same direction, just slightly above each other. But it's going to be super and and dangerous. then the people on the ground. Hover cars can have wheels too. They come out like a. Do they do they do boat like a plane boat functionality as well? They do. Are they aquatic? I don't know. So here's Submersive. here's my hover car idea. It's a little more realistic. Oh. So I say, well, it's not that realistic, but <laughs> just as far as science goes, we pave the streets in one side of the magnet, and then we put on the bottom of the car. Like the wheels is the other side. I'm confused. You, you think there's magnet paint? No, like pave it in like a magnet, like a thick, like a magnet. Is so the roads are made out of magnet. Okay. And then you know when the, when you want to go forward, you press the accelerator, and the magnet. You know the car is hovering because the magnets can't touch, and so you you press the accelerator and the the front magnets tilt forward, and so it pushes the car. You know, long, and there's no fuel. It's going to be so embarrassing when you have the morbidly obese guy who gets in his hover car and <laughs> crashes down <laughs> to the ground. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> so this is, my, this is my class warfare as far as, like, the fat people can't drive the hover car. They're too fat to fly. They're too fat for the hover cars. Too fat to fly. Too, hef- too hefty for hover cars. <laughs> okay, so it probably is a little tricky to stop a, a magnet car. When it's being propelled by magnetism. But we already kind of have this right there. Magnet trains, aren't there? Mag- maglev trains. Yeah. So this is there less less far-fetched. So magnetic hover cars. But the problem with that is you can't... It doesn't do anything about traffic is because you can't control your elevation. But it... You know, it's free energy. There's no fuel. Yeah. Um, it's something. That's something. A, yeah, we, I mean, John's is is cheaper because it's a whole new way of transportation. I mean, with yours, we have to completely redo our entire yeah. transportation infrastructure. Yeah. It's just not easy or cheap. Uh, but I, I'm intrigued by both of these proposed futures. Colin, do you have your own hover car imagination? Uh, no. All right. I wish I did, but. <laughs> What they look Nothing like? The Jetsons hover cars. Jetsons hover cars. What they look like? Those. Will they turn into suitcases? I don't even know if you would consider those cars because <laughs> I guess they're more like, like spaceships. mini spaceships. Because all they do is float way above the earth. Well, when I hear hover car, I imagine there's like a little bubble. That does. <laughs> yes, just flat windows will be gone. Everything will be bubbles. Yeah, so, so John, does, does your hover car turn into a briefcase at the end of the day? I haven't really thought that far ahead, but maybe in time, 
It could become compact. Would we all People have like stuff that's convenient? Would we all have? This goes back to computers and everything. Like, we... Oh, sitting, this guy was sitting in his hover car, and then it turned into briefcase <laughs> and got crushed and murdered. <laughs> <laughs> like there's gonna be like these like these I don't know these accidents that you hear about. People getting killed in their hover cars as they're turning into briefcases. So you gotta be careful. Yeah, and you gotta have computers and everything because you gotta add those implants to give you super strength, so you can just carry your car around. When well, they they'd probably into a make them so like your hover car wouldn't turn into briefcase mode while you're in it. But I feel like all this stuff is gonna like. What's a computer gonna give you super strength? Because it like shoots electrons into your <laughs> deep tissue. That's just scary. Electrolytes. That computers could control like every fiber of your being. Yeah, I'm telling you, computers and everything is pretty sweet. It's pretty. I cool. wish we hadn't I brushed think. that one off. Well, let's move on then, since we're somehow talking about computers again. <laughs> so we're keeping hover cars just all kinds. Like it could be Nancy's version, could be John's. Yeah, because I'm yeah. Okay with that. Could be the other version that we the Jetsons. Version. Yeah, I like the briefcase crusher. <laughs> So uh, another, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Another form of travel is uh, intergalactic travel, uh, which Johnny put on. Is he talking spaceships here? Or yeah, I'm just because I'm just sad about how we don't go into space anymore, and I'd just like to see us someday go into space and then like go into other galaxies and all sorts of crazy stuff like that. I mean, I don't want to go because that sounds dangerous. It's funny you say we don't go into space anymore. You know, the week of the big SpaceX launch, first commercial space ship. To go into space. Did it go? Yeah. Well, where's it going? The ISS. If it's not going to like a moon or a planet, then I don't care. Yeah, but it's not a government. It's just a, a company did it on their own. We're getting there. Uh, but we're not going to be we're not going to be going that far into space until we figure out how to break the speed of light, which could take a while. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not easily done. Sean always gets so sad. It does. It, it brings me down. About, uh, there's such a hard barrier to get through, the speed of light. But if we can do it, man, we, some sweet things start happening. Yeah, but even then, it takes, like, light years. So you got to spend, like, years. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that's the other end of intergalactic travel is you could just put everyone in stasis and wake up a thousand years later. Without dying? Yeah, it, it could backfire. You could end up on the planet of the apes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's never been a a movie or book that did people were in stasis and it worked out. <laughs> yeah, except for maybe Titan AE. <laughs> Classic. I don't even remember that, but I guess you do because what you. So like the first DVD you owned. The or first something? DVD I ever owned was Tiny. I got it for Christmas. Joss Where's Whedon that joint. re-released in 3D. Any day now. Now Joss Whedon's so big. Um, All right. Well, I mean, I just think it's it sounds cool. I mean, I don't I don't know anything about like traveling to other galaxies and other planets or anything. I just like to see some kind of. Base exploration in my lifetime that was like worth talking about. Like, remember that? That was cool. I saw that. Would you, be, would you be satisfied with just Mission to Mars? Mission to Mars? 
Sure. I just wrote intergalactic because it sounds way cooler. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I could have just meant like more space travel in general. Meaningful. Space seems so space cool. Because every time Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about space, it, it gets me so excited because everyone's so excited about space. I'm pretty excited about space. space? There's, no, there's no joke here. This is serious stuff. Space. Yeah. I mean, that way we can just burn off the Earth, right? And let it die and just move somewhere else. Yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> okay. I think everyone's in, in support in, of... In that situation where we have just ruined the Earth, do you think we bring all the animals with us? Or just, eh, leave them? I'd say fuck them. Yeah. Humanity's pretty selfish. In yeah. Way. They did it to themselves yeah. by not killing us. <laughs> We bring some animals. I don't think we'd just be like, oh, yeah. fuck you guys. We're yeah, not bringing like our dogs. And cows, because we're not giving up cheeseburgers. Yeah, sure. Oh, I said, no, we don't need that anymore because we got replicators. We got mass, man. We got mass. Mass for miles. More than miles. But then there'll be some people that like sneak up, sneak like certain dangerous animals and they're going to ship. Pentaguana. That's those dangerous animals. <laughs> <laughs> An iguana? Oh my god, that guy put an iguana on his I'm just thinking, I feel like god. people would just care about their pets. They're not going to bring like a bear on or something. <laughs> Grizzly man would. <laughs> no, no, no. Some guy's got like a pet bear and he's dressing up like a person. What about the guy in his buffalo? <laughs> on a spaceship. <laughs> referencing a YouTube video. <laughs> Some people are like snakes. Cool. There's going to be a guy who gets snakes on a ship. Oh shit. Snakes referencing a movie. Ugh. That would, uh, that would be so cool if they made a sequel to Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> through snakes on a spaceship. Can you imagine what just snakes at zero gravity? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel like you could like shove them all in the corner. It's probably true. Yeah, that, I, I bet a snake would have a very hard time moving around in zero G. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see that put to the test. I dream of a day where a snake can be put in zero gravity. <laughs> Make it happen, science. All right, I think we're keeping this one. Okay. Everybody's for a space travel. How about magic medicine? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this like legalization of like drugs or something? <laughs> or like some sort of supernatural? I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking like... Uh, <laughs> it's like some new super drug. No. I was thinking like, oh, you, you've got cancer? Well, here, take this pill and no more cancer. Oh, you've got other bad disease? Not anymore. We'll just scan you with this barcode scanner. That'll take care of that. Because I remember it was an episode of Star Trek where uh, they go back in time. I know that's that makes it pretty hard to identify which episode of Star Trek it is. Uh, but Bones is having a bit of a freak out and sees like a doctor and he's like you primal idiots I bet you cut each other up to heal and it's like oh yeah that's that is kind of weird that we do that that's how it works and of course in Star Trek times they just got like you know I just like scan him with this thing and he's cured I want I want some of that like no recovery time at all it'd be sweet magic medicine's weird 
term to use. It's a, yeah, because yeah. we're talking about like science, and you put magic in it. it sounds like you're using well, a special machine. Well, as, as everyone knows, uh, the magic and science are basically the same thing. Magic is just science you can't explain. Whatever. <laughs> well, can, can you tell me who do you think would oppose magic medicine that cures all? Uh, creationists. Hippies. Yeah, people are like, it's not natural for people to live. Serial long. killers? No, they'd be all about it. Yeah. <laughs> be more people to kill. I kill all I want. I guess, yeah, you do run into like, oh my God, we're going to totally overpopulate the planet because no one dies except for murder anymore. So, die yeah, but like, deadly d- lasers. I feel like you still die from like old age. Yeah, but old age with magic medicine is like 200 years old. I don't know why. It's magic. A million years old. So we're just going back to like, you know, Noah times? Yes. Sounds good to me. Except we're all Noah this time. I don't think our planet needs that many old people. Yeah, it'd be annoying. Well, we wouldn't laugh. I, I, no, I said we the wouldn't, population would we be wouldn't kept down age. because if we keep old people alive, there will be more old people to drive, and then they'll kill the young people. So it'll keep the population. In Guys, care. this is magic medicine. You don't get old anymore. You stay, you know, forty-five. No, I think I think you just haven't seen what a two hundred year old person looks like. You have? No, I'm just saying. Like, can you imagine like how old they would look? You still look. They look old. like he's forty-five years old. No, it, that's not how. It yeah, works. I don't. I don't know how they don't like age because they have medicine to keep magic them from dying. medicine keeps them from aging. You can't just say magic medicine. Yeah, that's <laughs> such bullshit. It's, uh, it's They'll so still broad. get wrinkles. It's They'll still get gray. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Not if they're taking their magic medicine. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I'm not about magic medicine anymore, Sean. You turned me against it. Like, this would have been fine if you just said, like, I don't know, cancer pills or something. But magic med- I mean, I, I'm, I'm in support of magic medicine, I, I guess. But I just wish it A very limited definition of magic I medicine. I disagree on how yours works. <laughs> So if we keep it to a very limited definition of magic medicine, you have to stay on the list. I'm okay with that. It's not that it cures old aging. Hey, I don't. <laughs> the ultimate disease of mankind is mortality. Haven't you seen The Fountain? No. You haven't seen The Fountain? No, sorry. It's the greatest movie of our time. I it didn't know that. Some random person, probably somewhere. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's quite a credible source. Yeah, there. Okay, well, I guess I'm in support of magic medicine. I'm in support of people living longer, not 200 years. Yeah. I mean, maybe if maybe if there's a set age or something, I don't know. <laughs> and then you're just killed off? Like, like Soylent Green? No, it's just like you get a certain Logan, age, Logan's and then you go to, like, you, you go to one of those Soylent Green suicide machines. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Soylent Green, like that room where you hear all the music, and then they kill you. Oh, yeah. It was lovely. Yeah, that happens. Or whatever happens and whatever they do to you in Logan's Run. They just kill you when you're like 30. Except with this, it'll be like 120 or something. <laughs> or maybe it'll be they, hard to catch them because you've been taking so much magic medicine. Maybe they just send you into space. Send so you like an old person planet? You you are done with Earth now. Venture on. Such way a retirement side. colony. Yeah, it's called the sun. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sad. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Because old people like hot places. Sure do. The sun will be like the new Florida. Mm-hmm. It'll make it habitable. Plenty of space in the sun. Um, let's yes, let's yeah. keep going. How about new energy? Now, of course, the ultimate of this would be unlimited energy. But deadly unlimited energy. <laughs> magic unlimited energy. Magic deadly unlimited energy. Yeah. Go on, I'm sorry. Uh, but you could also just talk about, you know, solar energy that actually makes sense or safe nuclear energy or uh, really anything that doesn't simultaneously kill the planet when you use it. Wouldn't that be pretty great? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if you could drive a car and not feel guilty at all? I do it all the time. <laughs> It'd be great, but I just don't understand where what new energy is. Just like we find a new source, like, hey, we can run our cars on potatoes or something. Um, like, we, we're, we're finding new ways to, to get power out of, uh, like, like, safe nuclear energy is, is actually starting to happen. Uh, I, I haven't read much about it, but there's something called, I believe, the LFTR. Something like that. I hope Brian listens to this episode. He can, he can correct me. Um, Your cousin Brian. Yeah. You should have him call in sometime. <laughs> um, and, you know, solar power still isn't practical, but, you know, there there are ways they can make it work. For example, if we go back to Nancy's magnetic uh, streets idea, what if those weren't just magnets, but those were also solar panels and all the roads on the planet were creating energy for all of society. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? I can get behind no. solar-powered magnets or whatever you're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I support new energy. Yeah, Why I mean, would this is a not- good one. It's just kind of boring. <laughs> this is, like, way too serious. Yeah. I, I support it. I, I support it. Alright, should we just move on? Yeah, okay. I'm much more excited to talk about the next one. Robot slaves. Not just robots, robot slaves. Now, it, this, this is a good one, but I imagine this one's like a, this is a slippery slope. Yeah, this is like how can, the Matrix can, got started. Okay. This can only end You can't later. dance around it. You can't say these are the robots and they work for us and we're friends. No. Bullshit. That, all, that always goes bad. You got to say, robots, you are our slaves. It is built into your programming that you work for us and you hate yourself. Slavery nah. works if they're robots. Think about it. What about the Think Matrix? Think about it. What about the Matrix? You know, they were like machines and they were hella like prejudiced. Well, what a, yeah. Okay, well, you, see, that's the thing. Don't treat robots like people. They're There's robots. There's going to be people that do that because, well, hopefully, as long as we live, there will be people who are compassionate. No. No? You want us to become as bad as the machines? Don't, okay. Emotionless? Don't make the robots look like people. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Here's, here's how I see it. They're just going to keep making robots more and more advanced, right? So at some point, they're going to make some that are pretty smart, and someone's going to fall in love with it, and they're probably going to want to marry it, and then there's going to be that whole issue. And then the robots are going to get really smart. Don't do that. There's going to be robot civil rights, and they'll be like, robot (laughs) Martin Luther King. No. Martin Luther Chrome. (laughs) 
I have a dream I sequence. Installed the dream initiative. Installed. <laughs> <laughs> I was programmed with the dream initiative. <laughs> That's Martin Luther Crow. And then you're just gonna have this these, this robot minority. It's gonna lead to that. I mean, unless you just make them like stupid like protocol droids. Like if they're like battle droids from like episode one. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Imagine having one of those. I feel like those guys are so dangerous because they're so stupid and they have deadly lasers. Yeah, but can you imagine how many like YouTube videos people would make with like, this? <laughs> dude, look at this prank I just played on my protocol droid. Yes. Uh-oh. Now I'm not saying you can't have any affection for a robot. I guess, <laughs> but it's got to be like maximum. Is as much as a human likes a dog, you know. It's not a romantic love. It's just like I really appreciate having this around. That's your that's your it's highest a, level. A slippery slope. Yeah, but don't don't you think they're just gonna keep making them better? They're gonna keep making them smarter. Yeah, but start making them like human beings. Don't do that. Make it very clear that these are dumb robots. They do shit for you. They go get your groceries. They go get you your Converse shoes when you need them most. But they're gonna want to make them like. So you can have, like, a real conversation. So it's not just, like, talking to smarter child or something. <laughs> it's going to be, like, talking to a real person. Because there's people that are lonely out there. I haven't heard of smarter Robot corporations are going to see, um, uh, you know, a market for this. To like, hey, there's these lonely people. Let's get them robot slaves that, but like, can will talk to them. Yeah, I mean, what are lonely people going to do with robots? I, I, now I'm starting to think it's inevitable. R- robot slavery will lead to robot civil rights, will lead to Martin Luther Chrome will lead to robot apocalypse. Well, we never we never win a war with robots. It just doesn't happen. We can't beat robots. No. So, just don't even open yourself up to that. I'm sure we could beat we could probably beat robots in a war. We can we control them. Like there's got to be some there's some battle station that just turns them all off. So I just uh, went to cleverbot.com. It's kind of like Smarter Child, AI program you can use. And I asked him what he thinks about robot slaves. And he said, I think robots are good for their use. See? And you got to keep them thinking that. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm in support of funny protocol robots that will, like, be really stupid and fall down the stairs and stuff. <laughs> so, so you want to waste all this technology on making YouTube videos? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see robots... Robots funniest home videos. Is it hosted by like a robot pumpsack? <laughs> <laughs> so people are like taking their robot can of soda pump. and shaking it up and getting the robot to open it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, does not compute. Very. Funny. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in support of r- robot home videos and stuff. I'm just afraid that people fall in love with robots and then about robo marriage, robo sexuals. Hey, robot, drop these Mentos in this Diet Coke bottle. Roger, roger. <laughs> I'm in support of robots as long as it doesn't get out of hand, but it will, so. I just hope it doesn't get out of hand in my lifetime. Not like any of this could happen in my lifetime. I don't know. All right, so robot slaves. Look forward to it. And then be very sad that it happened. <laughs> it will ruin your life. But still, that first generation of really lonely people, they get to... Bone human like robots. They're gonna be probably. Yay! Speaking of the future, (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm at uh, Space Colonies. So, this, you know, this would cancel out the magic medicine problem of overpopulation. You just make a place for people to live in space. I like it. All right. <laughs> Moving I on. I don't space colonies as long as I don't have to go to space colonies. But I will because you're like, you have to go visit your grandparents in space colonies. <laughs> <laughs> They're like 200 years old. Oh, no, I, mean, I don't like know about, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty satisfied with living on Earth. I'm afraid of living on some weird colony in space. Would it be like Xenon? Or would it be like on uh, a planet? Well, it can be whatever you want it to be. How does anyone know, like, what Xenon <laughs> is like now? Like, that was so long ago. What, like, it, like, what do you mean? Or they were just, like, on a space station. Yeah. Well, I assume space colonies is like a planet, right? I think, yeah, you colonize a planet. That makes sense. But you could also, you know, it'd be like Wally type. He's a giant spaceship that everyone just lives on because it's, it's so great, so comfortable. Well, that would just be hilarious because everyone Wally is really fat. There'd be a bunch of fat people you gotta go to YouTube videos. <laughs> Why is it all about YouTube with you? I don't know. Um, living in space, I think, would be pretty sweet. Because I would definitely not want to live in space. It never rains in space. <laughs> that could be like the name of like a song or a really serious book. I don't know. It's just a sweet title. It never rains in space. That should be the name of your autobiography, Jack. It has you crying into space. Wouldn't you feel so cool if you were like, I was born on Earth, and I'm going to die in space? But what if, like, someone is born on an American <laughs> spaceship, and then they try to run for president? And then... Well, he said it's an American spaceship. I don't see what the issue is. Is that American soil, technically? It's an American soil. All right. But like, he wasn't even born on this planet. Yeah. Feel the oven arms. <laughs> you got people like that. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure in this future there's not going to be one, you know, countries anymore. It'll be like one civilization. And then we'll split into two if we're going the Gundam route. Sure. I don't know what that means. Well, well I'm in support of space colonies if there's other planets, because that's kind of cool, but I don't know how that's even remotely possible. Yeah. So I guess it has to be, like, on space stations and stuff. I don't know. It could be Mars, like, Total Recall, just giant bubbles. Hmm. Nah. I don't want to live oh, on yeah, Mars. Oh, yeah, you make me live on Mars. <laughs> Too dry for you. Can we terraform Mars? I don't know what that means. It means make it into a Earth-like. I Didn't it get terraformed at the end of Total Recall? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just do that. Do whatever they did at the end of Total Recall. <laughs> That's hanging out in that sleazy part of Total Recall. It's my I don't want to hang out in that part of Total Recall. It's a scary place. <laughs> Guys opening their jackets and they got their little deformed fetus twins. What about the beginning and he's in that sweet apartment with the with Sean's screen or whatever? He's all hell buff. <laughs> Sounds like a feature I can get behind. So, you know, going back to computers and everything? Not going back, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what the problem with the with those computers, though? Those touchscreen computers is I just can't see Jack and it working in any sort of motion-controlled future. 
or even uh, or voice controlled especially i can't imagine people like, <laughs> computer i need the porn <laughs> and, and, if and if you're trying to get off and it's like scrolling the page up and down because it's tracking your hand movements that's an issue too I'm sure they'll you know, iron out all those. They'll make a pleasure machine, God. You just strap it on. I'm really concerned it's about a, a post keyboard. <laughs> Electronic flashlight. But it's still tracking your motions. But it's a robot, so you'll fall in love with it. <laughs> oh, man. I like how all of this future tech always ends up being about sex. I mean, it will. That's what the internet was. still is all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a good portion of it will be about sex. So, yeah, I would support his base colonies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. I guess. Okay. That's what's next. The T-bone. So, uh, what we're talking about here is, is the communicators. Uh, kind of pretty much the direction phone, cell phones have been going in these past, you know, I don't know, decade or so. Um, just this one device you can carry around with you, and it has everything that you could possibly need. And we call it the T-Bone, because it fits in your hand, and it's shaped like a T-Bone. So what, the T-Bone basically like, it's like a smartphone, and what else does it do? It does everything, you know? It unlocks the door to your house, it starts your car, uh, it controls your credits account. Uh, it's like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Anything that you need a thing to do, the T-Bone does. Well, it's pretty hard to say no to something that this thing does literally everything. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. It's basically just magic. Yeah, you're, you're a gizmo that does everything. It's basically saying, I, I, like, I, wanna, I, wanna, I wish we had magic arms. Well, okay, well, it can't make you fly or anything. It's <laughs> Why just, not? <laughs> it's not big enough. Um... It's just, you know, all the things that you would carry around in your pocket, maybe. Okay, so just stuff you'd have in, like, your pockets. Which, you know, less impressive now that most of this has become, you know, something that exists in reality. We all have phones now, well, except for half of the people on this podcast. They can access the internet and want, play play YouTube videos, which I know is critical to John's enjoyment of the future. <laughs> And uh, I can communicate with anybody. We're practically there. It's so achievable. It seems weird talking about like a, something that's essentially a smartphone that has like a key in it. it sounds like something you'd see on like like you know like a infomercial. Get the T-bone device. It'll make you look cool. Like I, I feel like it's gonna be hard to market that. Well, what was that thing in, uh, in Star Trek that? You know, the, the device that does everything. What was that thing called? Anyone? Don't look Spock at, at it. Uh, it's like a little box that Spock carried around. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you do either. It's like the most famous thing in Star Trek, and I can't even think of what it's called. I doubt that's the most famous thing in Star Trek. There's other things. Anyway, I'm I'm just... You know, this one is for the things that were almost there. Like, you know, I didn't put holograms on this list because apparently we have hologram technology now. No one told me this, but 
I saw mm. it. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can get behind the T-Bone communicator device because it's just something you made up. What do you think I mean, about hologram concerts of dead celebrities? I think it's it is something that all of them back. probably will happen. It'll probably be a thing. Uh, yeah. It's just not something I want to go to. All right. Next thing you know, they're going to have hologram actors. It's going to use recycled performances and edit them together so they work. We've been doing that for years. <laughs> I suppose. I guess technically Marlon Brando was in Superman Returns. I mean, look at all these CG movies we do where they, like, motion capture the parts. Eh, whatever. Well, I don't know if I can get behind the TV one because I don't feel like it's fully realized. Basically, I feel like you're thinking too specific. Like, this is the T-Bone. They invent it as the T-Bone. I feel like this is just something that our phones, which are very close to, will evolve into in probably 10 years. I mean, you, you, can, you can start your car with a phone, can't you? Stuff like that. I mean, unlock, turn the lights on, you know. It'll just be... Your device. Yes. I, I, I think it's like the most realistic of anything on this list. Tricorder. That's what it's called. Sorry. The Star Trek thing? Yeah. The tricorder. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can say no to this because it's, it's just it's too realistic. Well, it wasn't in how I feel how Sean initially introduced it. First of all, calling it a T-Bone device. Okay, I'm, going, I'm changing it to tricorder. Tricorder device. All right, fine. I GPS care. communicator. Any way you want it. Next. Okay. Teleportation. Talk about something that really that really gets me excited. Teleporter devices. You know, you need to go somewhere. You walk in your teleporter. Boom, you're there in like a minute. Of course. A minute. I don't know. <laughs> what happens in that minute? Yeah, what takes so long? <laughs> It's got a load. I don't know. It's got a buffer. <laughs> well, you got to put it in your destination. Okay, anyways. The only thing about Transporter is I just think about the movie The Fly. Jeff Goldblum gets a Transporter with a fly and then becomes a horrible Jeff Goldblum fly monster. Like, I feel like that's, that's going to be a problem because it's going to send your molecules all around and through the air. Like, what happens if a pregnant woman <laughs> uses a teleporter? Are they going to absorb the baby and become half baby? Or what about anyone? Maybe you would just become infertile if you went through a teleporter. I like the idea of someone, like, coming half baby. Of course. What does that mean? Does half of you, like, grow up again? (laughs) Y'all like chubby thighs and stuff. (laughs) Little baby face. You have a baby head. You go to the teleporter and then you have a baby head. You look really gross. <laughs> and then you become a detective. <laughs> you become a detective. <laughs> Just trying to come up with good ideas here. Though I also I kind of look forward to these teleporter freaks. <laughs> See, I feel like you don't want a teleporter for teleportation. You just want it to make weird mutants. That's not cool. The question with teleporting, uh, historically, has been, is the man who comes out on the other side still me? Uh, Think about 
you know, your consciousness is kind of be broken apart and put back together. And is it still you on the other end? Or are you just killed and a clone of you coming out of the teleporter? So, what, you're talking about, like, the prestige? Yeah, kind of like the prestige. I mean, that's... Uh, I'm sure they'll get the kinks out eventually. And I'm, <laughs> but, I, I, guess, I, I, I guess a teleporter... It's an unanswerable question. The, well, kink, the kinks of because if you are if you are a clone, then the clone will think it's you, but you will be dead. So I'm no one. Though. Why? Why is this like the prestige? Why do you, does it make a, do the clone thing? Well, because when you're teleporting, you're. I, I think we're all agreeing a teleporter's it breaks you down to your molecules and then reassembles you on the other side, right? I guess, yeah. So how do you know that's you and not just a clone of you? Why would it be a clone? Because isn't your consciousness, isn't your spirit, if you will, such an intangible that it could be lost? If you believe in that kind of thing. But we're talking about science. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying, though, uh, you know, I, I get in a teleporter and then I die and then a clone of me comes out on the other end. That doesn't seem ideal I feel like to me. you come out dead. No, no, no. I'm saying that when a teleporter works perfectly, I step into it, I am killed... And then a clone of me comes out on the other end. Yeah. Like the prestige. Well, no, because in the prestige, it, they, it's a whole other body, and it, he has to kill the last one. The, in this one, no mass is lost. I'm sorry, Sean. I believe exclusively in the fly transporter uh, theory. Well, okay. In, in the fly, he also dies, and what comes out is a fly monster. Okay, well, anyways. How does this affect your mass again? It it doesn't. Your mass stays exactly the same. So you can't go to the bathroom while you're in the transport? No. Well, unless you want to become a poop man. I feel like you could. <laughs> why, why would you do that? I'm a poop man. <laughs> John wants to see that. He's like a superhero. <laughs> Who are you? I'm poop man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe talking about transporter devices. Now we're talking about poop <laughs> I can't believe it takes one minute to be transported. This guy's like, nope, I gotta go. <laughs> You got an element in. <laughs> and everyone's just watching him. He's like, I'm going. <laughs> Are you. What do you mean they're watching? Who's watching? Whoever's operating the teleporter. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He's like, fixing it. He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> Wait, guys, I gotta go. I gotta go. No, we can't open it. We can't. They're just going for him. <laughs> I feel it would have to be like diarrhea. So we'd be like, <laughs> Takes one minute. <laughs> this is the main problem why John's idea is bad because it can't take a whole minute. You're gonna have accidents. <laughs> What if this is like totally commonplace after a little while? Oh yeah, another poop man came out. 
Take him to the infirmary. <laughs> More like the incinerary. <laughs> See, I don't like teleportation. There's way too many ways you can get killed or destroyed by it. You all right, Joe? Yeah. Well, I'm in, I'm in favor of the uh, poop man. <laughs> But no, I mean, I initially, I initially had to imagine teleporters, like, they just, like, have them, like, at, I don't know, like, at a station, like, you don't, and not everyone has one, and then they gotta check to see that everything goes through safely, you know, they have closely monitored, just to cut down travel time. But it became something much stranger. I guess teleportation has too many uh, potential dangers. To yeah, it. That's the way I feel. So I guess they probably make it. <sighs> but another okay. way of transporting people around would be tube technology. Now, of course, technology. when you when you hear tube technology, you think Mario pipes. You I know, think right? Costco. But... Okay, cost what Costco? Mm, they got tube technology. What what's Costco tube technology? I don't know. They like put stuff in the tubes. It's like banks. You know, banks have tip, oh, tube. Oh, like technology. we drive a bank. Yeah. Or, like, big building mail delivery things. Exactly. Well, that's basically the idea, right? You hop in uh, Futurama style, maybe. You hop in the tube, and it spits you out somewhere else in the city, and you fly around real fast. Do you think this would be, like, all over the city, or, or just be, like, like a monorail? Like, it just, there'd just be, like, a few, and they'd go... Well, I think it starts out small, and it goes wide, you know? Got be tubes everywhere? Yeah. You're going to have to be pretty big, too, because you're going to have the fat people. <laughs> and they're going to get stuck in the tubes. I saw Willy Wonka. There's also the trick of people with things they need to transport. You know, I'm moving this piano from my old house to my new house. You think they'd be underground, like a subway? Could be. Uh, it'd just be, it'd be weird if they were out in the open. <laughs> it'd be way cooler. You'd like, have a good view. Yeah. Or maybe it would be going so fast to make you sick. So the funny, like, real-world thing about tube technology is uh, the the theoretical basis for vacuum tube transportation exists, and there are some people that actually are proposing that this is the direction we should go uh, because they could build a, a giant vacuum tube and you could go around the planet in, like, six hours. I don't know. You're probably going too fast for... Are you in, like, a vehicle, or... That, that's what I... I imagine you're in, uh, you know, it's like a supersized version of those, like, banker or, or, you know, skyscraper mail delivery things. But I in, feel like you'd have to be in, like, a pod that's yeah. inside that. You're, you can't you're in like a sucked around. <laughs> you're in some sort of transportation device, probably without windows. I imagine you're going so fast it'd make you sick. Uh, yeah, I'd hate to throw up in a tube going like 100 miles per hour. But you're in, you know, a comfortable little air-conditioned cylinder flying through this tube at ridiculous speeds. And, of course, it, it's all just vacuum forces, so it's not not harmful on the environment. And it's ridiculous fast. What's not to like? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's got to be, at some point, there'll be, like, tube accidents but i mean there's car accidents so there's gonna be problems with it but I, for the most part it sounds pretty cool yeah, I mean, i'm sure they'd have people running the tube so their the accidents would be way less frequent you know they'd be as frequent as train accidents as opposed it to yeah it's basically just like a super subway mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. you get a subway system yes but like, are the tubes like are they really <laughs> high up too like 
High, why would they have to be high up? I don't know. It's like a lot of fun. Like, oh, it goes a loop. It goes really high up. Yeah. <laughs> just more dangerous. <laughs> it's just when I hear tube technology, I just imagine tubes going in a circle and all that thing. I guess that's a, I guess that's a lot of hand. Put people up as high as what, what is it, What is the real world? Let's just launch people into orbit, right? And then the world turns and they just land on the part of the world they want to land on. Sean, what's it, what's it called again? Like the real world kind? Uh, I don't know, like some sort of vacuum tube. Base. Vacuum tube. Travel. Does it have like a sweet name, like the Morpheus Project or something? We can give it a sweet name like that if you want. Uh, I'll probably go with the Hoover Project for obvious reasons. Vacuum. <laughs> Do you know in the UK they just say Hoover? They don't say vacuum. They're like, yeah. I hoovered the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like Kleenex. Yeah. Now, I must have missed it. Where are these tubes? Are they underground? Are they on street level? That's the debate. I would, I would think putting are them underground tracks? makes sense. Because then you don't have to look at them when you have these ridiculous, you know, pods flying through them at insane speeds. Okay. Sounds good to me. I, I guess. Cool. Except fat people, I can't. Why? Why? Why can't we build it big enough for fat people? Yeah. There's got to be a weight restriction, right? Because this could also be for shipping, too, you know? Yeah, okay. Instead of shipping stuff around the planet, you can just put it in the tube. Fly it off. I'm just saying, people in the future are going to be packing a lot of mess. According to this website, looks pretty sweet. <laughs> wow, really? That website? It said New York to L.A. in 45 minutes. Yeah, no, it's like New York to China in three hours. Six hours, I don't know. One of those Runs two. continuously, travels, travel when you want without delays. The text is going too fast for me to read. <laughs> Eliminates virtually all chance of collision. Protected from adverse weather and obstacles. Sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds hella awesome. Vacuums. And possible. Not not probable, but possible. Space travel on Earth. Washington, D.C. to Beijing in two hours. Yeah, there you go. 350 miles an hour local, 4,000 miles an hour <laughs> international. <laughs> 4,000 miles an hour. That's got to be probably pretty expensive, uses less though, right? than 1% of energy at, at a given speed, 90% material saving. Yeah, like, like a lot of potential future means of transportation, it's a huge investment, but then basically low cost after that. And that's the problem. That's why this shit never happens, is because it's a huge investment. And we don't like investing in things anymore as a people. Got to have our money. Yeah. Okay, how about the very last item on our list, virtual reality? Now, I was hoping this would catch on. Like, I feel like in the 90s, virtual reality, like, the concept is really, like, popular idea. Like, that the virtual boy, which I'm a proud own, well, an owner of. What <laughs> a shame, man. Of the virtual boy system. And I, when, I, when I say virtual reality, I mean, like, I mean, mostly, for, like, for video games. Like, you put a helmet on, you're, like, in the game. And then you're playing. Like, what's wrong with that, right? And you just run it in space? I mean, they kind of already have probably stuff like that to some extent. Maybe. I mean, there's Connect. That, that advanced. The Microsoft Connect. 
You're basically running in place. But you're not wearing it on your head. John wants it on your head. I want a sweet helmet. I want a sweet VR trooper helmet. I played like this video game at a carnival once. It was like you put the thing in your head and you stand in this thing and it had really bad graphics and you walked around and like shot at stuff and it was weird. Was it good though? No, it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it it was as good as you could imagine a carnival video game. (laughs) Carnival technology. Carnival technology. I see what the carnies are. I would invest in carnival technology. Someone needs to. <laughs> what do you think, Sean? Uh, bullshit. <laughs> okay. Bullshit. Wow. Magic medicine. I mean, I'm just saying some of this other stuff sounds like ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but it sounds awesome. Virtual reality, I'm like, oh, no. No, thank you. You're in the game. I don't want to wear the thing on my head, and I don't want to run around to play a video game. If I wanted physical Why? activity, I wouldn't play a video game. It'll, at some point, it'll be better than real life. Well, that could be a problem, because you get people playing, like, <laughs> The Great. Sims. And they're just, like, living their lives, but in a virtual reality world. What if virtual reality is more like Total Recall? Like, if you put in that machine, and then you're, like, living a whole life where you're, like, a spy. Well, that just seems heartbreaking, because then eventually they take it off, and you're like, oh, shit. That was a you don't, game. You don't actually have a life. That no. wasn't my life. <laughs> You've been doing this for 20 years. And all your family's dead. Why did I pay for 20 years of Total Recall? I, well, why wouldn't you want to be in a video game and run around stuff? It's really good. I don't know. You guys are all about movies. Would you really want to like be in the movie and be like, look at me. I'm walking around in the background. Well, I'm not saying a movie. I'm saying a game. Like It'd be like laser tag, but like way better. Laser uh, life. But we could already laser just have life. laser guns and... Kill each other with deadly lasers. You have really realistic games like Killing Spree. You just go around. That sounds a little dark. Like gamer, <laughs> it's like a dark. serial killer, and it's just, just like real life. Troy boy. I control you, boy. <laughs> you are the puppet master. You pull the strings. Remember in our Battleship podcast when I talked about Viewmaster and how the Rock was like <laughs> paraplegic. And they put the Viewmaster on him so he could live a different life. Mm-hmm. This is what I imagine when we're talking about virtual reality. Is like that's the best case scenario. Is someone, uh, you know, like a uh, this is not funny, but you know, like a veteran or someone who's handicapped, uh, and or just hurt really badly and had a lack of mobility, or is just in a lot of pain all the time. You can just put them away in a different reality and, and never have to deal with them again. So sad. Do you have to put a disclaimer before you, before you say something that isn't funny? You just expect it to be funny every time. <laughs> I just feel like this is this so dark. So I don't want people to think, oh, yeah, that's so funny. Unhappy? You want unhappy veterans? <laughs> yeah. After they've been hurt in robot wars by laser guns. Yeah, sure, why not? you can send them away to their own little reality. Where... Send them to their retirement planet. Are they all in the same reality? Or is uh, everyone in their own reality? They probably just have, you know, they have virtual plans. versions of their friends. AI controlled buddies. I don't know how I feel about a game that's like virtual life, basically. <laughs> You're just living another life. But I like the idea of action games. 
I don't know, I'm just holding. I don't on. feel like it's that far fetched really to in some <laughs> distant future to have games where you're like in them. This whole idea of just ignoring reality for your own made up one bums me out. It's just a game. Isn't that but, what you're doing but, your but, whole but, life to play video games all day? But if you actually are living it like it's your reality, then you've broken your life. You, you, how can you get pleasure out of real life you're anymore? You're playing levels. You're not like living in the, a game where you're. But, yeah, but, but you, <laughs> said, you said that robots, eventually people are going to be falling in love and marrying robots. You're saying people aren't going to eventually be like, yeah, I, I, I am the master chief. This is my <laughs> life now. Well, yeah. It's going to be like I, Animal I, Crossing all over again. <laughs> yeah, but that's totally different from robots because robots can lead to like robot uprising. Like robots are literally like organisms that have thoughts. This is just you playing a game. Who cares what some guy does with his spare time? Who cares if he's wasting his life? But that's then, his problem. But then one guy wasting their and lives. another guy and pretty soon everybody's just living virtual lives and then humanity ends because we all just die a silent death at home no, in virtual Sean, it'll reality. No, be like the surrogates and we'll all have sweet robot versions of ourselves. And we'll that's, like that was so bad. Yeah, you'll have... You can choose the Bruce Willis model. <laughs> so every day people look at you and say, wow, that guy looks like Bruce Willis. But really you're at home and you like look really gross because <laughs> you haven't bathed in like three years. You just look like a gross Bruce Willis at home. <laughs> that movie would have been so much funnier if Bruce Willis was really fat. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got to like solve the mystery. The machine like, is overfeeding him. <laughs> he's like a fat guy in a rascal scooter trying to solve a mystery. That's what I want to see. I want to see Bruce Willis as fat future detective. But it'll probably be an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. Well, Sean seems pretty opposed to virtual reality for some reason. Anyone else? Yeah. Plus, is the jerk in it dilemma. What do you mean? Can you be jerking it? In yeah. Two different you got the helmet on. The and you're like taking care of business, and there's someone like walks in, like oh, I know what he's doing. And you got no protection because you're in a virtual reality. People are just making fun of you. Why would you want to jerk it in virtual reality? <laughs> is it like a virtual reality where it's like hot women? Or something? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. That's the, like the first thing people would do. I guess. I guess virtual reality would lead straight to porn. Like virtual All new technology leads to porn. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know about that. I don't know that new energy leads to porn. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'm we'll find a way. I like tube technology leads to having sex at 4,000 miles an hour. <laughs> the only way, man. Now that's making love. Uh, yeah, I'm not that excited about virtual reality, I guess. Because, again, I, I, I assume... I'm more excited about virtual reality than force fields. <laughs> Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's just keep it for now. And no, because we have 11 on the list. Do we? Yeah. Get rid of force fields. That right. Force fields are lame. Force fields are just protect wimpy kids. Or, you know, <laughs> your spaceship. And they feed you. Ah, it's such a pansy. I want a force field on my spaceship. <laughs> man up. Shields down. Shields down, man. Real men don't use force fields. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a t-shirt. <laughs> the creation leads to you, man. 
What are you doing in your spaceship? You're in your virtual reality. You're doing 24 hours. <laughs> Jerking it. Jerking it. Really? All right, so we got 10 now. Uh, I think uh, virtual reality number 10 because in my mind, virtual reality is the end of mankind. Could be. Some of these could be the end of mankind. Yeah, but you took deadly lazy off the list. Robot slaves is totally the end of mankind. Oh, that's definitely, definitely the end of mankind. Robot slaves is lower on the end. You can put virtual reality at 10. This is like a list of how the... How end of mankind this is. Yeah, because some of these are like progressive. Some of these are just like for yeah. selfish pleasure. Like like the and tricorder. Self-care. The tricorder probably doesn't have to be that high on this list because yeah. smartphones are basically there. So what do you think? Nine? Is that robot slaves? Yeah, and then the T-bone maybe. So or, deadly nine's definitely robot slaves. Okay. Is <laughs> it? The two, which were basically the end of humanity, deserve to be at the bottom of the list. Well, I don't know. I feel like hover cars is kind of a sketchy area. What about credits instead of cash? That's not that exciting. Yeah, it's not that exciting. It'll just be nice, you know. Yeah, I, and you can you can swipe your card on the bus. You don't have to carry dollar bills. You know? Well, I do have a card. I don't even have to swipe the card. I tap it on a sensor. Yeah. Okay, and then let's put the tricorder. Still calling it the T-bone. You still like to yeah. call it the T-bone? Yeah, I like T-bone. So back in the day, we invented the T-bone. It was awesome. That's why we call it that. If you're wondering, not we, you, Sean, you invented all of it, basically. Did you name it after that homeless guy, T-bone? Uh, maybe. It just kind of happened. Yeah, I don't been, remember. This is many years ago. I remember we were driving around one day. Sean starts talking about the T-bone. I don't know why. <laughs> It'd be so great. Just came to him, I guess. Did your dad, like, argue with you about the T-bone? No, my dad's like, said he predicted smartphones in, like, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Wow. Okay, back to the list. I think, I don't know, hover cars... Uh, I feel like they're on the lower end of the spectrum. Just pretty dangerous. I feel like there's some debate on what they should be like. All right. Uh, new energy isn't... I don't know if it's a debate. It's yeah, just more exciting. of like different... Options. Yeah, like how can you make it work <laughs> or something. Magic medicines. <laughs> all right. So it's controversial. It's controversial because Sean made it stupid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was, I don't know. I'm not really that excited about space colonies. That seems pretty cool. I agree, though. I don't want to go there. I want to go to there. See? Sean wants to go. I think it'd be pretty sweet. Like, I'd rather have sweet, fast tubes on. I don't know. Would I rather have sweet? Because I, I hear space colonies, and I just think space station that people live in. And that's not that exciting. I think tube technology, like, that's pretty exciting. I think tube technology is really exciting now that yeah. I've looked at that website. Like, so that's going to be a little higher. Pretty yeah. sweet. Especially that it's like, it's like real shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just sad about deadly ladies. <laughs> Seriously, what's not to like? Infinite uh, ammo. I will be dead. That that is part. Just get out of the way. So they're easily going through everything. <laughs> Everyone's got one, and apparently they're shooting them all the time. 
Maybe my works. I, I can't like open my car. Better use get my out deadly of the way. laser. That should be an argument for like gut activists. <laughs> Just get out of the way. <laughs> does your does your T bone have a deadly laser on it? No, he has to be like deadly lasers off the list. It has like an app. Deadly lasers will never happen in the future because so they did not make this app list. for. Well, that doesn't. See, this list is the top ten that we're looking forward to, right? Yeah. Not like yeah. deadly lasers. We're just not looking forward to deadly lasers. They will exist, and it'll be an app oh, on your T-bone. Yeah. Laser gonna kill you. I'm uh, just not looking forward to dying as much as you, Sean. Fair enough. Sean, how, this doesn't make any sense to me how you can be so <laughs> against virtual reality. At least people are living yeah. and having hey, fun. At least I'll know when I'm killed by a deadly laser. Unlike my virtual reality, where I'll be a youthful Spartan super soldier and then just, suddenly drop dead. Sounds better than just getting shot by a laser in your crappy life. <laughs> Man, you crazy. Okay, let's, let's get back to the list. How about New Energy, number five? Okay. Because it's not that exciting. And then... Um, I guess magic medicine. I mean, magic medicine's pretty good. It's pretty I'm good for me. I'm excited about like curing cancer than space colonies. Just saying. What did you say? I'm more excited about like curing cancer with magic medicine than space colonies. Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. You said dedicated to space. Oh, it's just like a space. It's just a, like a just like a space station or like a place where you live. And it, the only thing cool about it is that it's in space. It sounds like sweet. It's like futuristic. Yeah, you can put all the dumb people on the space colony. Or leave them back at Earth. Oh, <laughs> That's not a good plan. Let's put all the dumb people in a space colony. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Never have to deal with dumb people, man. <laughs> Yeah, but it'll be like, they'll keep raising the bars, like, you're not smart enough, you're not smart enough. Yeah, and the planet will just be like, <laughs> the planet and the idiots. And there'll be war, of course. Non-stop syndication of two and a half. machines <laughs> <laughs> like, Everyone just ever goes into the big room and watches two and a half men, and they all laugh at you. Ho, 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 ho. That's a dark, like, 1984 <laughs> All the idiots are living on a planet watching two and a half men. <laughs> All right, fine. We can put uh, Space Colony the number four. And then Magic Medicine? Or Intergalactic Travel? What do you guys think is number one? I think it's Tube Technology. <laughs> you think it's Tube Technology? I, 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 was, I was thinking it was Magic Medicine, but if everyone thinks it's Tube Technology, I'm, I'm fine with that. Fuck Magic Medicine. Well, Intergalactic Travel is pretty cool, but it sounds pretty implausible. So, it'll, I guess, Tube Technology. This should be one or whatever. I just feel like Magic Medicine at least has, like, the uh, people getting too old and overpopulating the Earth. Yeah, it's got problems. Like, tube technology doesn't really have any downsides that I can see. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Unless the terrorists win. (laughs) 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 I don't know what that would be. They could like they invent two bombs. <laughs> oh shit, man! Oh, they're gonna be terrorists in any. I bet it's impervious to terrorist attack. You think they got a strict security system? No, they don't even need it. You just can't hurt the tube. Impervious. It's impervious. <laughs> wow. 
When you're the tube, do you feel you're like you're going really fast? I feel like you would, like when you're in a subway. Yeah, like you know you're moving. You just don't know how fast. It's just not really like jarring. Because I don't want to throw up. In because one. I the vacuum tube would make it very stable. <laughs> okay, it, it'd be very comfortable. All right, so and it'd be air conditioned. I declare. Is, okay, <laughs> I declare. Is magic medicine higher than intergalactic travel? I think so. I think it goes hand in hand with the uh, space colonies. Just keep them together. Sure. Didn't do that. So intergalactic travel at three, magic medicine at two, and two technology at one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Me likey. Me likey long time. The future's looking pretty good, uh, except for our audience, who will have to look forward to no show next week. We are taking a week off for the uh, Memorial Day holiday, I guess. Sorry, everybody. Too much protest. Sorry, everybody. Hey, we made it 18 straight weeks. Yay. 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 Future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. And uh, you can still check out our blog at uh, mildlypleased.com if you want to leave any feedback. So before we go, though, I will read our list of the top 10 technologies of the future that we're looking forward to. Number 10, virtual reality. Number 9, robot slaves. (laughs) Number 8, credits instead of cash. Number 7, the T-bone. Number six, hover cars. Number five, new energy. Number four, space colonies. Number three, intergalactic travel. Number two, magic medicine. And number one, tube technology. A lot of transportation on this list. All right, well, yeah. I guess that's our biggest concern. Oh, we've been uh, talking to those things. Yeah, 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 yeah